Ladies and gentlemen, welcome on in to the second official episode of the FS Podcast, otherwise known as the Fantasy Sports Podcast. Once again, I have Waya here with me. Hello, Jagger. Again, thank you for that intro. And what we're going to talk to... Well, what we're going to talk about... The main topic is the type of leagues and what to look for in the league. The basics of running a NFL fantasy league. But first, we're going to go ahead and talk... Touch, sorry, on some off-season news. First of which is Jameis Winston mm-hmm. went ahead and moved to the Saints. Yeah. Does that have any fantasy? How does Jameis Winston's fantasy relevance get impacted from that? You think? Honestly, with them, with, with them having Drew Brees and all the good wide, I really don't see him really impacting his fantasy at all. I don't see him starting. I don't see. Of course, I don't see him starting. <laughs> but like, maybe I don't think he might be consistent on his points. I yeah. Would say so. So the next one is. Another rookie. We talked about the rookies last episode, but uh-huh. this one was not in the first round. We're going to be talking about Randy Moss's kid, Thaddeus Moss, who plays tight end. Uh-huh. He moved to the Redskins. Oh. Do you see him getting the starting job there not with the Redskins? Really. No? I don't think so. I don't really see him starting yet. He probably will, like maybe the middle of the season. He'll probably, he'll probably, he'll probably be starting, but right now I don't really see him in a starting position. I also feel that, yeah, I don't think he's really going to have any real fantasy relevance right away. Oh, no. Yeah. And then the next one is, keep in mind, some of this news broke a while back. Yeah. But because we're starting this up right now, we're just going to go ahead and hit it. Uh, Marquise Goodwin went to the Eagles, who used to play with the 49ers. Yeah. Marquise Goodwin was a real fast guy. Do you think... I think that's a great addition for the Eagles. Do you think he's going to get in that, like... Three wide receivers set, you think? Uh, yeah, I could, I could definitely see him. Like I said, probably a good thing right now for the Eagles to have with him, you know, going off and them, him giving them the yards they need. I could see him being consistent. I think he's another uh, deep threat that they could really use. I think so, too. The only problem is uh, Marquise Goodwin, he can get hurt a lot. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then staying with the 49ers, Matt Burita. Went ahead and went over to the Dolphins. Yeah. that's The Dolphins now have Jordan Howard uh-huh. and Matt Breida. Yeah. Especially with their draft picks and all that right now. That they're, they're, right now they're having a really good team for this season. They are. Uh, looking at the running back situation in Miami, mm-hmm. do you want to – are you looking to draft any of those running backs? No, really. I don't think so. I don't really see Jeff. I just feel like there's no clear set yeah, I first will, back. I don't really see like what they're going to do, what the impact's going to have. I don't really see them drafting one of those running backs for Miami. True. So that's all the news we got so far for today. We're going to go ahead and head on into fantasy school. Now, while the actual schools are closed, we still got fantasy. <laughs> this is, this is going to be pretty much... Except online. You can go ahead and send this to someone that you might want to be starting a league or that you want them to join a league and they, they really don't know what the heck's going on. Just a little, just to get the basics of fantasy. That so really is. We're going to be touching on the three types of leagues and then mm-hmm. the three ways to play. Yeah. So we're going to start off on um, your standard redraft league. 
Which, for newcomers, the standard redraft league is like the first thing you want to go to if you want to learn basic fantasy, you know, points, settings, commissioner, all these strategies. Go with the first standard redraft league. Because every year, with redraft, you can just redraft a new team every year. And it's, it's just fun knowing, you know, with new rookies and all this, what's going on. It's just fun. And we use Sleeper. I, correct me if I'm wrong, because you were the commissioner. You set up the uh-huh. Did it automatically pick redraft when you were... Yeah, it was okay. automatically set. So you, what you're going to have to do is that you can, of course, if you want to change it, you can change it. But yeah, it was automatically set to redraft. Nice. Next one is a keeper league, which is a bit different than redraft. Yeah. What what keeper is, is what um you can keep certain amount of players. Like the original is like three. You can keep three players from your team and then the next season you keep them but you also redraft your whole team again with those three players in mind still having those three players my bad and then we're going to move up to my favorite way to play fantasy football and it's basically keeper another step up which is dynasty 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 of course is you know it's in the name you keep your whole team you redrafted that season and you just keep them and move them on to the next season. But of course, throughout throughout the throughout the off season, you can change your team. Like you can trade new rookies. You can trade who's coming out of retirement. Like for example, Gronk. You know, you can definitely do that. But of course, there's going to be a draft for the new rookies and all that. But you keep your original team because that's how the draft works. Because usually with the redraft league, you know, all your players you drafted this year, they go back into that big pile of draftable players yeah. and then you pick them next year yeah dynasty you keep everyone you got on your roster and the draft that year is all the rookies yeah. so you know people like joe burrow tua all people like that rugs and all of them so then we're going to go into the different the three types of scoring uh-huh. and we're going to go ahead and start out with standard Standard is really easy. It's in the name. Standard. Just just know how the NFL points work. So you get six points every time someone scores a touchdown, and you get three points if someone scores a, a field goal. Just simple and easy as that. And you also get four points if your quarterback throws a touchdown. Yeah, an extra four points. So if you're gonna go with you know starting again, if you're gonna start really new, go with standard standard league. Yeah, I think standard redraft is by far the best. The best. It is. Because then you don't, you know, like I say, you're going to gamble in the draft. You don't know what's going to happen. You know what's, you just kind of have to go for it. True. Next one is uh, PPR. Mm -hmm. Which is, stands for points per reception. Meaning that every time a wide receiver, a quarterback throws to a wide receiver and that receiver catches it, they get a point for that. But if they drop it, they can also get minus points for the, from, you know, dropping it. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it can vary because some commissioners can take that feature out. Oh, yeah. There's so many different ways you can play fantasy within the commissioner because commissioner can change this and that and this and that. But we're just going to touch on the basic. The basic. What, what Sleeper gives you. Next up is half PPR, which is a mix between standard and PPR. Yeah, it's it's the same thing, you know, of course, it's it's just mix, you know, you get points again for the catch, points if you minus the catch, it's just, is it, it's in the name, half, so. Yeah, but if you had to pick between PPR and standard, and say you're starting a league with some new people, yeah. where, where would you go? I would go standard. 
Standard. I would do standard. Like I said, we did a league last year. We did PPR, which is, again, still really fun to play. But, like, with newcomers and new people, go with standard. Yeah, I feel like the PPR is just another thing they have to worry about. Yeah, definitely. So, next, we're going to transition to what to look for in each position. Mm-hmm. We're going to go ahead and start off in running back for standard leagues. Yeah. So, of course, the running backs, you know, they're there for the for the team when they need them. Like, if they're in the end zone, they got that one-yard push, they're going to give it to the running back, you know. So, you got to look for that running back that has that ability to make, you know, push his way through all these defenders to get that touchdown. Because you get six points for that. Plus, if even if you're, you know, your quarterback throws it to him and he goes in, you get six points mm-hmm. plus four points for throwing a touchdown. Yeah. So. But... I feel like when you're looking at it, you want to look for someone like the more stronger backs, like yeah. a Nick Chubb, Derrick Henry, that those can... like real strong dudes that when you're on the one, you can just punch it in, get oh, yeah. those easy points. Oh, those ones that just, you know, that can get yardage, you know, like mm-hmm. I said, if, the, if a team is really, you know, really high in points, they're going to waste the time clock. So they're just going to give it to the running back, you know, and the running back's going to get some yards, you know, and there's just extra little points there. True. And then let's go running backs PPR. Uh-huh. And I know we already have the ideal PPR running back who finished as the number one running back. McCaffrey. Yep. McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey had 116 catches over yeah. the last season. That was really good. In PPR, that's an additional 116 points. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like I said, in PPR, go for a running back that can catch. You know, that has the ability to catch. Like, of course, McCaffrey. Saquon's up there, too. Saquon's up there, too. Just a running back that's, you know, both, you know, they can just catch, really. I feel like, yeah, that's what you want. Because mm-hmm. in standard, you're looking for those those touchdown threats. Yeah, those touchdowns. PPR, you-, you know, the touchdown threats are nice, yeah. but you're also looking for someone that can catch a lot. Like I said, it's those extra points. Yeah. Know? It just gives you extra points for you to win your game. I mean... Who's going to turn down extra points, you know? Nobody. <laughs> nobody. So, let's transition into wide receivers for standard. What do you personally look for? Personally, just someone that has a really good quarterback. Someone that can throw it to them so they can just get, you know, to get the ball and just go straight for the touchdown. Like I said, standard is mostly on the touchdown game. So, you know, if he get the touchdown, of course, it's a six points. And again, four points for the quarterbacks throwing it if you have that quarterback. The wide receiver that you see someone with a really good quarterback. So would you look for someone like a Tyreek Hill where they can get you that deep threat touchdown? Or would you look for someone like, say you're on the like the 15-yard line, they're that red zone threat that like can get in traffic and really catch mm-hmm. it? Oh, you know what? I would definitely go for Tyreek Hill. Yeah. In standard, you know, just... I, I would too because if you're thinking about it the right way, you get the points for the touchdown, mm-hmm. and you get the points for the yardage. Exactly. So say Tyreek goes for, like, I don't know, an 80-yard touchdown run. Like, you're getting those 80-yard points and the six. Yeah. That's good. That is really good. So then we're going to move on to PPR wide receivers. Uh-huh. And one I had in mind was Michael Thomas, who, you know, broke the single-season catching record. Yeah. And PPR. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um... Like I said, you're just gonna have you're gonna have to find someone with 
you know, the ability to catch. Of course, knowing they're wide receivers is kind of plain and simple. But, like, you know, with them catching the ball and getting the yards, again, it's those extra points, you know, you know, plus the touchdowns. It's, just, it's kind of the same thing I've been saying the whole time. You know, just, you know, get a really good wide receiver with a really good <laughs> quarterback. That's all I'm saying. It's not yeah, really... the quarterback, I think, is by far the most important. It is. It really look, is. There's no, <laughs> there's no wide receiver with there's no quarterback. quarterback. Exactly. But usually, uh, I'm going to shed some light on Julian Edelman last season. Oh, yeah. I mean... You well, we're going to talk about him later, like a couple shows down the line, about his fantasy relevance. Yeah. But I think it went down because Brady's gone. Mm-hmm. But he was a PPR nightmare. He was. He was at least getting 11 or 6 catches, catches. a game. Yeah. Like I said. On top of the touchdowns and yardage. Yeah. He was one of the best receivers I had last season. He was. He really was. And, of course, he got those veterans, you know, like, you know, uh, what is it, Diggs and yeah. Larry. You know, they're, you know. They're at that point where they can get the ball, but like right now, if you don't really need them in the PPR league. No, the PPR, I think you want to look for the newcomers, the, the, the guys who are the clear number one target. Yeah, like Amari Cooper, for mm-hmm. example, with with Prescott and Cowboys. You just want to be looking for that. You want to be looking at who's the best wide receiver on the team. Yeah, and who's the quarterback throwing to a lot all the time. His main goal. I don't even think catches you want to look at, but you also want to look at the, how many times they targeted them. That's true. That's true. Like, for example, last year, the Cardinals, you know, Kyle Murray, of course, knew. But he always threw it to Larry, you know. Mm-hmm. He did. He threw it to Larry, and Larry was there when he needed him. That's true. So then we're going to move on to tight ends, uh-huh. which are kind of similar. But yeah. We're going to go tight ends for standard first. Standard. Like I said, uh, you know, with tight ends are... You know, there's only, like, a certain amount of tight ends that will give you really good points. You know, if it's really good, they give you at least 10 points, you know. Mm-hmm. But usually, like, less than 10, like, 7 or 8. I think unless you have, like, the top 5 tight ends, yeah, you're not five. getting anything over 10. You're not getting anything at all over 10. Like, Travis Kelsey, last year, I had him. Yeah. He consisted me, like, at least 20 points almost yeah. a week. And, I mean, I had Hooper, and he was still really good. He wasn't, like, 20 points. He had, like, 12 points to 15 points, which is still really good for a tight end, you know? Yeah. Of course, he got injured for a couple of weeks, but he still did really <laughs> good for me. He did. So, then, tight ends for PPR. Uh-huh. Is there anyone you're really looking at for tight ends for PPR next season? You know what? Really? Probably Gronk. It's like... You think Gronk? Nah, he's a big dude. I haven't really seen him catching all the... His... I feel like he's going to be that... Red zone threat. Yeah, that red zone. When they need him, yeah, right there. I I feel like, if anything, it's going to go between Kittle and Kelsey. Like I said, Kittle was amazing. <laughs> amazing. And knowing that he, he really showed off that strength. And knowing he can go through his defenders, getting those yards and those points, amazing. And the touchdown. Like, my gosh. I think you, you also want to be looking for, like, a really strong yeah. tight end. Like, you know, like, for example, like again, back to Kittle. Back in the Saints game. Pushed his way through all those defenders. He, he had, like, four like of them on him. And, you know, Gronk, he's a big guy, too. He could do the same thing. You yeah. Know? Gronk was kind of made famous for doing that. He in was. In my opinion. He was. <laughs> so, and then, uh, let's go quarterbacks. Uh-huh. Quarterback standard league. What do you look for? What do I look for in quarterback standard league? It's just, you know, like I said... You know, like we said earlier, they can't be a wide receiver without a quarterback. So someone with a with a wide receiver that's their go to all the time. You know, like example, like like I said earlier, Kyle Murray and Larry. I get Kyle Murray, 
just because he, you know, he's gonna get the, the four points extra for the touchdown. Mm-hmm. But if it's PPR, it's a whole different thing because you know you got the running game. Yeah. Like for example, Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Every <laughs> no game. said about that. No, <laughs> quiet. That's all you need to know about it. Uh. Yeah, I actually had Kyler Murray last season, and uh-huh. I was looking at him going into the draft thinking, this kid can run, yeah. so I'm going to pick him up. Yeah, and I had Lamar last year. You can imagine what that did yeah. for me. He had like 1,200 rushing <laughs> yards at the end of the season. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. Uh, do you notice, I don't, me personally, there's there's no difference in the quarterback position between no, PPR and standard. Really. In any league, really. The, PP, the quarterback position is the one that's least affected. Yeah. It is. I mean, of course, we got some really good quarterbacks, but like, they're not really gonna help your team. It's not like they're catching the ball. They're not. (laughs) They're throwing the ball. The main person that's really gonna like boost your team is a running back or a wide receiver. Uh, I want to ask your opinion on one quarterback specifically. Uh Uh, Baker Mayfield. Do you coming off last season? (laughs) He, if it wasn't for Jameis Winston, he would have led the league in interceptions. He would have. He would have. Do you think he's going to have a bounce back season? Or do you think he's going to be <laughs> back down there near Jameis I think he territory? Might, I think he might bounce back like the first couple games, but then just go straight back down. Because a lot of, of people season. have been saying that Odell wants out of Cleveland. And you know, I can see that. Like, he says he doesn't feel like he's fitting in the scheme. I don't know. Like, I had Odell last year. He didn't do really good for me at all. I mean, he didn't even get, like, most of the time he didn't even get 10 points. Yeah. I don't so. even think he was in, like, the top 20 no, last season. No, he wasn't. He really wasn't. Which was terrible. Because Odell was. is an amazing player. He was. And I, I don't know what I was thinking. I still kept him on my... You had him on, like all year. All year, I kept him. I never traded him. Never put him on for ra- ra- waivers. I kept him all season in my starting lineup. And didn't do so well. So I want to move on to some league-specific tips. Uh-huh. A little bit of drafting and a little bit of like retention. Yeah. So let's take Dynasty, for example. And uh-huh. let's say we're starting fresh. Dynasty quarterbacks, are you picking... I'll give you some options. Uh-huh. Do you want to pick that mobile young quarterback? Or do you want to pick the older quarterback that has those, you know, like three mm-hmm. touchdowns a game type of thing? No, I'll go with younger, of course. Because because they're new. And if you have a dynasty every year, they're probably improving from the last season. Unless we're talking about, like we said... Cam Newton did really good, mm-hmm. and look at him now. He's not even on the team. Yeah, like, like you just never know. So, I, yeah, I, I'd say when you're drafting dynasty, it's dependent on what you want. Yeah, do you want the rushing ability? Yeah, in my opinion, rushing trumps passing touchdowns. It does because rushing touchdowns for the quarterback, you get six. Six. That's two more points than he would get throwing <laughs> the ball. Yeah, so that is pretty true. I mean, and yeah, I mean, I drafted Kyler Murray going into the league. I'm like, this is dynasty. I'm mm-hmm. gonna keep him next season. He's young. He is. He's young. rushing. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take him. Yeah, go for the young quarterbacks always. But, but like I said, you never know. With like, especially with like, save veteran like Drew Brees. You know, at this at his age, you know, of course he's gonna at least get like three touchdowns a game, mm-hmm. which is four points each touchdown. But you know, knowing what he's not, he he's getting old. You know. So you don't know how he's going to do the next season. Yeah. You don't know if he's going to be concise like he was last season. My bad. <laughs> I, I feel like dynasty value for players is way different than redraft value. Yeah. 
Dynasty is way different because you get like a, you know you just gotta keep them. You go mm-hmm. you gotta go with your gut. You know you know do research. You gotta do something to know what they're gonna do next year. You know. Yeah, I I definitely feel like age is another thing. Yeah, age is really a big thing. Like I said, you you have Kyle Murray. You keep him. That's really good. You're gonna get him for at least almost yeah, ten years. You're gonna you're gonna have him forever, like for a while, and he's still young. He has that rushing ability, you know. He, he just knows how to maneuver around his around the around the field. So I want to ask you personally. We're gonna move into drafting strategies in general. Uh-huh. Do you have any drafting strategies that you use? You know, when I when we first drafted, I was mostly going for the running backs just because they have that game. You know, of course. Every time someone drafts, the first things that go off are the running backs and the star quarterbacks. But I mean, I would go for the running back just because you know, like I said, if they're at the end zone, they need that one yard push. Boom, there he is. You know. Yeah. Oh, like waste the clock. Boom, there he is. You know, extra points and it leads your team. Mm-hmm. Um, me personally, I use the stacking strategy. At least that's what I like to call it, where you combine the quarterback with one of the receivers or tight ends. Mm-hmm. So, say the quarter, let's use Kyler Murray for an example, since we seem to be talking about <laughs> it today. Um, let's use Kyler Murray and Larry, all right? Uh-huh. So, let's say they're on the, like, 30-yard line, all right? Kyler Murray throws it up, Larry catches it in the end zone, all right? Uh-huh. So, you get the six points from Larry, and you get the four points from Kyler. Uh-huh. On top of that, you get the yardage from both of them. Yeah. That's why I like my strategy. But when it comes to bye weeks, that's say, where it hurts me. That's where it really hurts, though. When you have, when the team's on bye, you know how to... Yeah, and I had to figure something out real quick. Yeah, I feel like for newer people, that's another thing. Yeah. Like, it, don't draft. Like, I know you love your NFL team, your NFL team, but don't draft. We see you out there, Miami. We know. We know <laughs> we got them fans. We see you on the rise. <laughs> don't Don't draft. pick them all. <laughs> don't pick them all. Like, it's, like we said, there's going to be a bye week where you're not going to have any players that could be on your starting lineup. And if you do that... Who cares if you're winning the whole season? That's yeah. one loss. That you could have avoided that. automatically. So just like stretch out your players within the, each division, each team, you know. And then another thing is bye weeks, as we said. Mm-hmm. Multiple teams have the same bye week. They do. You want to pay attention to that because you may be thinking, oh, well, don't pick the same people. All right. Well, I'll just pick uh, this, these people, and oh, well, they all have a week six bye. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I remember last season I did the mistake. I think I had my two starting running backs that both had a bye week, and they were on both separate teams. So I was like, "Crap, what am I gonna do?" So I had to like you know figure something out, and it didn't do so well. And that was really, like mid season. That was mid season. Where you know and the good running backs were good, and the bad running backs were yeah, bad. And I only had one quarterback too, which mostly everybody does. But like when that one quarterback has a bye week. You're going to have to pick someone up. So you don't, going into the draft, you don't look at getting two quarterbacks? I don't really, I didn't get two quarterbacks out. I didn't really need two two, two quarterbacks because I had Lamar. Mm-hmm. But if I don't get Lamar, you know, of course I'm going to have to go with two quarterbacks. Um, I, I usually do. I uh, usually get two quarterbacks, at least, depending. Yeah. Like, um, I think I got, I got Kyler Murray and then I think I drafted Drew Brees. Yeah, I remember that. Because I figured, well, if Kyler Murray disappoints, I can throw Drew Brees in because yeah. he's consistent and he's That's shown he's thing. good. Like, you never know, too, what they do. Like, he's, I don't know if you remember, but you said, like, he kind of, if they don't do so well, you give them, like, a three-game chance, you know? Yeah, like, three Like, the next three games, if they don't do so well, well, I'm either going to drop him or bench him. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, do something with them. The and that's re- what I think you should have done with Odell. Was the three week? I don't three know week what I was thinking, dude. There was so much hype between the Browns. I was just like, you know, I'm gonna keep Odell, and then yeah, it didn't work so well. I feel like that's what the Buccaneers are gonna be. Yeah. All this hype, and then They're Mike gonna... Evans and Chris Godwin's value is just gonna shoot down. Yeah, I just imagine keeping Mike Evans. Like, oh man, Tom Brady, you know. And then just, the only one that I'd see getting there. You only want to pick up Tom Brady, maybe. Yeah, only. Because he's the one throwing the ball. <laughs> exactly. And you, get, and you get four points. Yeah. Not that bad. No. But if you know, and even if you, I don't know why, but if you decide to pick Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Gronk, uh-huh. just don't. <laughs> like I said, don't pick everybody on the same team. Because they're all trying to get stats. They're all trying to get the glory. You yeah. Know? They can't share it all. I mean, they can as a team, but like... For your fantasy points and your individual player, it's not going to work so well. That's true. So, when it comes to, let's say, let's say you're in the third round. Mm-hmm. Or the second round, sorry. Yeah. And you're in a standard league. And let's say you drafted a running back. Okay. I don't in my know. first round? Yeah, you drafted a running back in the first round. Ten-person league. Okay. What are you looking for in the second round? I'm gonna have to, like I said, I... Do you go with the two running back setup? No, I would have to go with the quarterback. Quarterback? Just because I can get those extra points. Mm-hmm. If it's standard, yeah, go for the quarterback. So me personally, I, I like to ride the rookies a lot because I yeah. think a lot of people undervalue rookies. All the time. like a Which is gamble. why like Kyler Murray went down to like the sixth round and I picked him up. Yeah, they're, they're a gamble. Mm-hmm. All, they're all a gamble. You don't know what they're going to do. It's their first time in pro, you know? Hey, so far I've been good. I drafted Saquon when he was a rookie. Look what he did. Drafted <laughs> Kyler Murray when he's a rookie. Anyway. <laughs> dude, okay. He, this guy brags me all the time about the time he won our league. Okay, yeah, I, I could have won. He did. Okay. He got third. He did. It's okay. And again, our league was on on Sleeper. You know, it's a good app. Simple, easy to play. It's, a lot of new people. I a lot of new people will get be, it. Will get it easy. It's easy for newcomers. I think and, what separates it is the trending feature. Trending, yeah. Like I said, don't always work with the trending though, because like you can, someone can like blow up. Like oh, this, say someone gets injured, right? Like say a star running back is injured, and so they got this backup running back. Oh, I did that. And they did like yeah, it's trending. Everyone's picking them up, but there's a chance, you know, of course they don't do so good. And they, they they do like for example like last year the Cardinals David Johnson got injured and you know the the new running back um maybe he's a backup he was a backup. Chase Edmonds yeah he had Chase a, Edmonds yeah Edmonds was a backup and people were like oh we should pick him up he's really good. and he did really good you know mm-hmm. he got like what thirty points like first week I think yeah people first started week him. and then he got injured again but like. <laughs> Uh, one that really burned me is it was the the final week of mm-hmm. fantasy football playoffs, and I was in the championship, and I see that Dalvin Cook went down. Yeah, I'm like, all right, I'll pick up his, his Back backup, up. Mike Boone. Mike Boone got me like four points. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I remember I picked up Perkhead. Remember, yeah. he got me like he didn't even give me two points because one of them, one of my teams had a bye, you know. So I was like, you know, and their star running back was injured. So I'm like, you know what, this guy's really good. He's a backup, and he didn't even give me two points. So another thing I want to ask is, do you see, like, do you have a feeling that any of the rookies are really going to shine out, oh, like, yeah. consistently? Consistently? Of course. There's always, like, one or two. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't really see. Like, of course you got. I think Tua will actually. Every, yeah, there's so much happening behind Tua. I can see But he's got, he's, a, he's got some actual weapons, though. He does, he does. And, you know, coming from Miami... I mean, from, you know, getting drafted into Miami, 
I could see him. You if know, he stays healthy, I could. Yeah, I see really good potential for him. Yeah. Like I say, he's been injured a couple times in his past. Yeah, Joe Burrow, I don't know. I'm just not feeling the hype. I don't really feel him. I feel like the hype's more between Tua than Joe. Mm-hmm. So, that, like I guess it with the with the rookies, you know, give them a chance. You know, you know, you never know. Yeah, we talked about up. the rookies uh, last episode. If you want to go check it out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we we did. If you want to go check that out, it's episode one. But you know, it, give the rookies a chance. You just never know. Is there any like specific rookies besides Tua? You think that'll I, be consistent? I was kind of thinking Rugs. Really? Or CD Lamb. I see CD. CD Lamb. I, I don't see him like top tier. I don't. Yeah, I see because they got Amari Cooper still. But like you know, he's a rookie. I can see him being consistent though. Yeah, I don't see. Uh, what was it? I think it was Justin Jefferson, the one they picked up for Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. I still see Adam Thielen yeah. being the number one. I still see that too. But like I said, you know, you got to give them a chance. One of them could be consistent or I can, you know, really throw you off. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Broncos, I actually like Drew Locke a lot this yeah. season with his weapons he's got. <laughs> and Cortland Sutton and see, Jerry Judy. See, like, see, that's the gut feeling, you know. If you really, that's a rookie, go for it. You know, mm-hmm. you just never know. Well, I mean, Drew Locke, he showed a little bit of signs yeah. last season. Um. But I don't know. It's the Broncos. It's yeah. the Broncos effect. You know they yeah. haven't been good since Peyton Manning left, retired. Yeah, and down. Um, Watch. I'm gonna hear next season. Peyton Manning returning in retirement. <laughs> he sees Gronk come out of retirement. He's like, "Oh, I'll go with him." <laughs> yeah. So. so, what about Joe Burrow? Do you got any feeling? He's got AJ Green coming back. Yeah, I saw. I see AJ Green. You know, in like in Dynasty, you picked him up. You know, I picked that's up a really AJ good Green. thing about Dynasty. Like, if someone's coming back, you can pick I them up. I held AJ Green all season. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the only thing about Dynasty though. He holds up a spot, you know, in your team, but you can't play him that season. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't see Joe Burrow really blowing up. Really. No, I I could I, I could probably see him being concise. I could see him being concise, like maybe three touchdowns each game, but I don't really see him, you know, rising up there towards Patrick and Lamar. No, or um, even, even Brady. We're gonna be talking about our top ten rankings further on down the line. If mm-hmm. you want to stay tuned, but we're gonna go ahead and wrap this episode up here. Of course, because we are running out of time. But we, you know, of course, you know, if you want to follow us, our social media, our Instagram is fantasy.sports.podcast and then for our Twitter account it is F underscore S underscore podcast and uh, thank you all for tuning in and we will see you next episode